I'm Toby Leary from Cape Gunworks. I'm passionate about all things Second Amendment. While I love to shoot... Going hot. There is so much more to guns than just pulling the trigger. A free and armed society is a responsible and self-reliant one. Join us to talk all things guns, freedom, and self-defense. It isn't just about being armed. It's about being responsibly armed. So load and make ready. This is Rapid Fire. Welcome to Rapid Fire, sponsored by Vortex Optics. And make sure you tune in every week at capegunworks.com. Click on Rapid Fire to join the conversation. You can type your questions into the chat. And remember to like us and subscribe on all the social media platforms, all the big tech channels out there. At Cape Gunworks is our handle on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Parlor, Twitch, Daily Motion, all the rest of them. Getter has us back on. So, and check out Telegram, by the way. We're growing there. It's always fun to be there. But um, so this show is going to be pretty awesome because we have live in studio, yes, sir, Deputy Chief and now State Representative. Steven Ixaro. Steve, thanks so much for being on the show. Uh, I appreciate it. Absolutely. It's my honor to be here with you. Cape Gunworks. I love it. And the Fighting Fifth Barnstable District loves it too. So Amen to that. Well, Amen. talk about fighting. You have got a <laughs> uphill fight on your hands because we were talking before the show and there's what, 29 representatives that are Republican and 161 that are, or uh, something like that? Well, in Massachusetts, where American freedom was born, don't forget that. You know, I'm born and raised in Massachusetts, so right. I'm proud of that. We are where American freedom was born. Uh, my son died fighting for our country, mm -hmm. for freedom, and uh, we will always defend it. So, but in Massachusetts, it's a wonderful state. I'm fortunate. There's 7 million residents, mm. 200 elected officials, and I'm one of them, and I'm grateful. Wow. But when it comes to the 200, yeah, it's, uh, there's 40 senators. Three of them are Republicans. Uh -huh. There's 160 state reps, and I'm one of them. And there's 31 Republicans out of 160. It's amazing. So you think about it, it's, it's almost like Cuba. It's like the leftist paradise. I mean, we should have no complaints from anyone for anything in this state if you tend to lean on the left side of the aisle. This should be like paradise to you. Like, you know, walk down the streets of Boston and everything else. But anyway, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Give us what you've been up to the last year. So it's coming up on one year in office or just past it, one we, year. In yeah, right? I, I took office January 6th. Okay. Imagine that. No way. Sworn in in the People's House in Boston. Yep. And uh, I'll never forget it. I was in there from, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning till 4.30. Mm -hmm. Sworn in. Of course, covid so it was only the 17 new uh, uh, representatives, 17 of us out of 200. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that big day uh, in your life where your family and friends are there, they weren't allowed because oh, of COVID. So it was just us, and everything was done on Zoom for those that were at home because everybody has to get re-sworn in right. every two years. But that was January 6th, and uh, here we are, you know, a little over a year later, and I love it. I love it. Um, 
it's there's a lot to it. Uh, I've never been in politics, right? I was right. a police officer for 40 years. 40 years. Huh? Um, I'm a gold star dad. My son was killed in Afghanistan. I'm also the father of a police officer, Alex. Oh, yeah. We got his picture right yes, here. Yes, that's him uh, and I. Maybe you can cut to that camera for those viewing online. But awesome. right here, it's... Uh, you were down in D.C. with Alex, Yeah, we right? were at Police Week okay. in honor of Sean Gannon, mm -hmm. my officer that was murdered right. by a violent career criminal. Mm. And that's really why I left. I left the job that I love, police officer. I got to work with heroes every single day for 40 years. I left to make a difference because of Sean Gannon being murdered and mm. Canine Nero being shot in the head. Mm. I, was, I sent them on that mission. And I was there to see the outcome, and it, it was horrible. Yeah, it was a terrible day. It was a terrible day, uh, and here we are three and a half years later. We finally convicted the murderer. It took yes. three and a half years Amazing. of the toll on his family, his wife, Dara, his mother and father, all of the Yarmouth police officers. We'll never be the same. Right. And Nero shot in the head, and I was there when yeah. we rescued him, bleeding to death but still alive, and no one could legally help him. Isn't that so something? It's wrong, and yeah. those are the reasons why I left. We have to keep career criminals in jail, yeah. and we have to take care of our animals that give their lives for us, and we should be able to give them first aid mm. and put them in an ambulance and save their life. Amen to that. You know, it's we. I talk about that on this show a lot, and that one really hit home when you have this career criminal out, I think there was over a hundred counts, hundred and twenty-five prior charges only in Massachusetts. Just in Massachusetts, not to mention when he got arrested uh, with thirty guns in his possession, and he was a felon, no license to carry, with thirty guns in his possession. And how many years was he locked up? A short period of time, two or three years. Yes, yeah, so like that. it's a failure of the Massachusetts criminal justice system. Right. Uh, it. What happens is uh, there's people that make mistakes. Right. I make mistakes. We Everybody, all kind of yeah. do. And you should be held accountable and correct your, yourself. Yep. There's others that are evil. Right. That's one of them. Right. And he needed to be behind bars. Yes. So here's a guy, 125 priors. He's wanted for a new crime that happened in the Boston area. Our officers went to get him, try to find him. And what did they, you know, deal with? A guy with 125 priors. He knew he was wanted. He was. He had all kinds of drugs on him, selling poison, killing people. Right. And he had two illegal guns. Hmm. So the gun laws really didn't matter in this case. It really was just put the really bad, violent offenders, keep them locked up. Right. Yeah, what law could you have created that would have prevented that? The laws are already there. They're there. Yeah. Everything is there. And 30 prior gun convictions, which all carry a one-year mandatory minimum. We, there's a law that has zero teeth because violent criminals who get arrested and convicted of possession or they plea bargain it down to a lesser charge don't serve that year in jail. They just don't. And what happens, I can tell you, and not from reading a book and not from uh, watching something on Facebook, you know, I lived it. Right. So... What happens is normal people that make a mistake, they learn their lesson, you know, and the system is there to help fix that. And if they're addicted to something or if they have behavioral health, we have to help them. Sure. I'm a, that's my heart. Absolutely. I have a big heart. 
But what happens is the career criminals, mm. they realize, oh, my God, those laws are there. And I was afraid of those laws, but not anymore. Mm. So they realize that uh, the system has to get tougher on that small percentage that are violent criminals. In right. fact, that's one of the bills that I'm trying to get passed now that Governor Baker is big on to close the loopholes that exist and try to keep these dangerous people in prison. Yes. Amen to that. I mean, I saw a statistic the other day. I don't know where it came from or whatever. So it, it take it for what it's worth. But um, it said 95% of all violent crime is a repeat offender. Yes. And see, we know it, right? Yeah. I was a police officer. Sure. We know it. And, you know, 85% of policing is helping people. Right. Mental health. They don't have food. They're all kinds of issues, you know, and that's part of being a police officer. But that 15% is enforcing the law and, and you know, protecting people. Right. And um, when we don't keep violent people behind bars or keep the fear of going there when you break the law, what happens is it puts more danger on the police mm. because we're the ones that have to go get them, yep. Sean Gannon, right. and it makes our public less safe. It's pretty basic. The laws are there. Enforce them, which we do as police, but it's the, it's the court system and the conviction and the punishment that has to be looked at. Mm. Amen to that. Can you hold on one more? Yeah. All right. We're going to hold you over to the uh, over the break. Um, we're going to go to a break now. We will be right back. But if you have have to get some training, take a private lesson at Cape Gunworks. Get one-on-one -on -one instruction tailored to you. We have lessons for pistol, rifle, and shotgun. Or test out a new gun or a different gun. So book one today. Go to capegunworks.com slash privates. We will be right back. This is Rapid Fire. If you crave versatility in a tactical reticle, the new ARBDC-3 delivers with a host of features you need to adapt in the field. A 1MOA center dot provides a precise point of aim, while the surrounding 16MOA open circle helps get your eye into the center faster for rapid target acquisition in close quarters. The ARBDC-3 also adapts to a variety of light conditions. The center dot and surrounding open circle illuminate for low-light shooting, and because the reticle is glass-etched, it can also function without any illumination. When you need to go long, the upper ranging feature allows you to range silhouette targets up to 600 yards, while the bullet drop compensator, or BDC, keeps you on target up to 650 yards. Plus, you get wind holds for 5, 10, and 15 mile per hour winds. The ARBDC-3 is specifically tuned to the ballistic performance of most common 5.56 loads out of an AR-15. There are resources in the reticle manual for conversions to 308, and as with any BDC, information gathered from a chronograph and ballistics calculator can adapt these hash marks to any other caliber and its own unique ballistic curve. From point blank to way down range, adapt with the ARBDC-3. Hey, Toby Leary here from Cape Gunworks, excited about the change in season. One thing that hasn't changed is the commitment to our customers. Come in, meet our friendly staff, 
Take a class and get your gun license. We have a 15-lane indoor range, a huge pro shop with tons of guns, ammo, archery, and accessories. Shop at capegunworks.com or tune in to Rapid Fire, our talk show about all things guns, the Second Amendment, and self-defense. Go to capegunworks.com and give us a shot. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and I'm glad to have in studio Representative DCX, uh, Stephen Exaros, and I appreciate you joining us. We were just talking about, you know, violent career criminals and getting them off the street, which I think you're preaching to the choir here. Everyone who listens to this show is is on board with you. And, you know, we understand the, that taking guns from responsible, law-abiding citizens does zero to actually reduce violent crime on the streets. Zero. I, I bet it approaches zero. Maybe there's a little bit of a percentage up there. But in theory, it doesn't make sense to violate a responsible person's rights by making laws that in in essence what they're doing is they're laying all the blame for violent crime at the feet of responsible law-abiding people by saying, oh, you can't be trusted with this gun. That's the way I look at gun control. It's about as black and white an issue as it comes down to. Your job now as a state senator is a obviously a, a navigating a minefield in Massachusetts as a Republican, right? Yes. And so just give us a quick recap of the last year. What 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 have you learned? What is it what, what surprised you? What is there anything that really stood out to you as to what you know, the job entailed or what the day-to-day looks like? That's a great question. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it more than I, I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in the place I feel where I should be. And I believe, you know, how does a Republican in Massachusetts win? Uh, only two did, mm-hmm. right? And uh, a guy in Westfield and me. And I, um, I try to just be a good person. Right. And being a police officer, integrity matters. Mm-hmm. So we always just tell the truth and be honest and do your best. And um, so the job is very special. You should be grateful to be an elected official. Mm-hmm. People elected you. It's democracy. It's, it's beautiful. And you're in the people's house where, you know, Sam Adams debated. That's the room mm-hmm. I work in. That's amazing. It's really amazing. Yeah. The bad part is the state house has been closed, yeah. you know, for two years. So my whole year so far, I don't have an office, a phone, mail. Um, you know, COVID is an issue, and you all, we all had to get vaccinated to go in the building. Mm. Uh, and it's going to open soon. I, I see some of it. You know, we want it open to do our business. But it's also such a famous building that it's like a museum, and people from all over the world tour it. Mm. So I'm sure there's concerns about that. So there's a lot of that stuff going on, but you can still do your job. It comes down to take care of your constituents. You know, we're the fighting fifth Barnstable district. Mm. That's important. It also comes down to working with others, mm. you know, find the common ground. You know, I'm lucky the Cape delegation is, uh, we all kind of work together. We don't see eye to eye, but we try. We try mm. to find the common ground. And there's some things that we can never agree on. Sure. And like for me, I love the flag. I'm a patriot. I'll right. never take a knee to the flag. Yeah. You know, I am, uh, you know, pro gun safety, all that stuff because I've lived it. 
Right. Um, so I love that part. Uh, I would encourage people out there to to get involved with government. We need more regular working people in government. Mm. And um, and that's a great part. And, you know, I also encourage people to have any any needs, reach out. Like, it can be, you know, feeding someone. We I had a nurse that Imagine this, 30 years as a nurse at Cape Cod Hospital. She slipped and fell at home, broke her neck. She's oh. paralyzed. Oh, my God. Okay? And while she's been in the nursing home and hospitals, she lost her house because she couldn't pay her rent. Oh. So she is in Mashpee uh, in a wheelchair, paralyzed, and no place to live. Oh, my gosh. But I reached out to the housing authority, and because she's disabled and a sandwich resident, she has the right to have a home, and yeah. we'll make that happen. So it may not be all kinds of stuff in Boston, which I love, but sometimes it's just those simple things of changing someone's life. Mm. Well, you mentioned, you know, Sam Adams debating there, and, you know, all the, f the founding fathers, a lot of them came from Massachusetts. Yes. <laughs> I mean, this was a very... Uh, like you said, it was where freedom was born, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. And in some respects, it's where freedom went to die in a lot of ways. Like we think and talk about on this show a lot, you know, all of the infringements that have come down the pipeline. And Mer Massachusetts touts itself as being one of the most gun-restrictive states in the in the country. And, you know, I have I, I've, I have an issue with a politician who will raise their right hand and swear to uphold the Constitution and then walk out on the floor and vote to infringe upon my rights as a as a citizen like that's that's the hard thing of the job I guess that the integrity you were just talking mm. about of never bowing for the flag or never kneeling for the flag you know I feel that way about all the enumerated constitutional rights I want to see politicians never bow, never bend, never compromise when it comes to those rights. And, you know, I would hope that the people would hold them accountable if they do. And you hit on something. So, you know, like I said, there's 200 elected officials. Unfortunately, I haven't met them all because mm -hmm. of the right. situation. Right. But the ones that I've met, even the ones that don't uh, agree, you find the common ground. Mm -hmm. And you have to have that integrity. And the Constitution... Who should have it more than Massachusetts? Right. Like, so uh, it when it comes to me, me, my number one goal is keeping us safe. Mm -hmm. I believe government's role is to keep us as safe as we can. And mm -hmm. when when someone murders a police officer, you 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 ended Sean's life, you destroyed his family, and um, that never should have happened. So right. those type of laws, like kind of like you're talking about, those come to me, and that's what I fight for. There's a million things going on, right? Yeah. Housing and water quality. Remember, there's a lot yeah. of issues, yeah. not just gun stuff. Like others sure. have, their their heart is in someplace else. But I try to bring them around to you. You can't have the other stuff without safety. Right. And there's ways to make us safer. And that's this new bill that we've got to get where these violent criminal offenders, not an average Joe that makes a mistake, mm. they need to know that they're going to be held accountable. The laws are already there. Right. Enforce them so they mean something. Yeah. How much weight does it have when a constituent calls you or, or reaches out or emails you and says, hey, I really want you to support this bill or 
Um, you know, I was just talking to you earlier. By the way, you're my representative. So <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so, uh, uh, which I'm, I was happy to cast my vote for you. Thank you. Um, but the, you know, that House bill. I think it was. Th- I'll, I'll look it up uh, yep. before you go. But uh, you know, there's two bills that are put in there to ensure the preservation of the Second Amendment rights in Massachusetts. That's just one of those things. So I call you, say, hey, Rep, I really want you to vote for this in favor of this, or I really want you to vote against this. How much weight does that carry? That's a great question, and we need to educate, I believe, our voters mm-hmm. on on Democrat, Republican, unenrolled. You're all, right? I, I represent everybody, and that's big to me. I would say a couple of things. You should... Uh, Know who your rep is. Mm-hmm. Know who you send. Some people don't. Right. I get reached out to people in uh, from Springfield saying, "Hey, can you help me?" And I said, "Geez, I'd like to, but like, go to your rep." Yeah. But oh, I can't because they don't they don't answer me. Mm. So make sure you know who your state rep is. Make sure you know your senators. Call them. Email them. Email is great because it keeps a written record. Sure. And if you don't hear back, you know, push. Get right. an answer. For me, I, I listen to everybody. Uh, and also, if you what doesn't work, I think, is sometimes chain emails. Mm-hmm. You'll get like the same exact email from 100 different people. Right. What works is personal stories. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, uh, this is what happened to me. Sure. You know, the bank, uh, I have a mortgage, and now they sold the mortgage, and the new company wants me out, and I don't have the money to pay. Like, stuff like that. Like, tell a personal story. It carries a lot of weight. I will listen to everybody. Make a good decision. You've got to be careful on what the bill actually says, right? Sometimes, like the Safe Communities Act, it sounds good, like keeping Mm. the community safe. That's not what it does, in my opinion. Right. Uh, You have to... Read the bill as a legislator and vote on something that you read and you're thorough with. Citizen involvement is important. If I agree with them, I'll tell them. If I don't, I'll tell them why not. Sure. And people respect that Mm -hmm. versus just don't answer. Yeah. No, I I hear you. I mean, I've sent lots of form letters. I've sent lots of letters personal. I've made lots of phone calls. And sometimes you get the feeling like, oh, it's fallen on deaf ears. So... It's nice to hear that you give it the weight and time. And I get that sometimes the form letter is is just you get 100 of the same ones. But at the end of the day, I'm hoping that they count for something. Maybe the person didn't have the time to articulate it, but they, you know, wanted to get something in your inbox. And hopefully at least it it has a, a, a... you know, 50 yays, 20 no's, yes. or, or vice versa. Stuff it's some like that matters. Yeah. And just make sure yeah. you reach out to your individual rep and or senator. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's powerful. Right. Um, and I've met them all, you know, as many as I can so far. And, yeah. and uh, we disagree, but we always try to respect each other. Sure. But when it comes to public safety, nobody should be against right. keeping repeat violent criminals in jail. It's amazing how many are, though. Yes. And we saw it big time in the last two years of, you know, oh, COVID's happening. We got to let all these criminals out of jail. Oh, uh, you know, people are upset. We got to defund the police. Oh, we got to. It's crazy to me. And it's wrong. Yeah. And it, but it's politically correct, possibly, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, but no, defunding the police is absolutely wrong. Right. The police don't have enough funds to begin with. You know, I've worked with you. You've let yeah. us train here. Oh, yeah. Imagine the police officers don't have a quality place to shoot their weapons. Mm, I know. It's right? Crazy. And you help us do that. 
Yeah, well, we are really happy to, that you got to come in and be on studio. We're going to have to do this again. I love it. And yes. uh, I appreciate you so much. And uh, thank you very much for your service. Thank you for your son's service. Thank you for your other son who's a police officer. Yes. And uh, God bless uh, Representative Exaros. We got to do this again for sure. And uh, I appreciate you. Amen, brother. I have a... Uh House of Representatives pin for you from the People's House. I am going to display it with pride, brother. Amen. And uh, all right, thanks so much. And if you're hearing this and don't have your gun license, you got to go to Cape Gunworks and get signed up for a regularly scheduled LTC class. This is Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Leary. The Voltec VT10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. If you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and thank you for joining us, Representative Exaros. We'll have to do it again. And join us every week for the only show that's dedicated to all things 2A, guns, freedom, and self-defense. Um, I've been wanting to get him on the show for a while, and we just got to make it happen. And something that he said that I really want to key in on is, he's like, we need more people, good, everyday working people to to do their part and run for school committee and run for town council and run for, you know, uh, school board or or whatever board that you could serve on, whether it's, you know, uh, site plan review or, uh, you know, the water committee or whatever. 
government is run by the people who show up. That's really the, the dirty little secret is it's run by those who show up. So if you don't like the way things are going, it's time we start showing up. That's my soapbox moment. And I'm actually preaching to myself a little bit because there's been some times I've thought about sitting on a board or whatever, and I might be able to offer some, you know, I can read plans. I can do some stuff that might help as far as site plan review or, you know, uh, board of appeals or something like that. Um, And I've never done it. So I'm preaching to myself right now. But let's let's try to, uh, you know, get together and, and make things happen. So. Anyway, we're recording this show. It's 2-2-22. So if you're into that kind of stuff, it's a cool date. We're never going to see it again. So uh, it's pretty pretty cool. And uh, I know those were two segments that I wanted to get through, but um, we'll talk guns specifically. We'll talk your questions. And so let's uh, get right on it here. Um, Scooter is wondering if there were any results from last Friday's meeting on the gun control advisory board and yes every gun on there was preliminarily approved so i'm gonna read you guys what they are um and fortunately the snowstorm held off uh so that we were able to get um that we were able to get a uh uh the the gcab meeting in um so the new lab reports were the Mossberg MC2 subcompact. Uh, this will only apply to law enforcement. Glock 22, Gen 5, Glock 23, Gen 5, Glock 27, Gen 5, the Glock 44, 22 cal. A couple of new ones for everybody was the uh, Canic Meta SFX 9mm. Um, and there's two of those, the Metas, the sft and the sfx then we also have the springfield armory um hellcat yay the hellcat and the hellcat osp so the one that's cut for red dot was approved uh provisionally approved we're just waiting for the uh i'm gonna just check to see if eops has updated that um they hadn't as of yesterday um but maybe they got their act together and did it let's check uh and i'll finish reading the list um nope they haven't updated as of right now so um hopefully we'll see the other ones a couple new uh springfield 1911s a springfield xds g um has been approved and then on the formal target shooting roster hold on to your hats because there's a couple good ones the cz 75 target sport the ts so that's huge. CZ-75s are a fan favorite when it comes to IDPA matches or USPSA and whatnot. So, And there's some pre-band mags floating around there for them. So that's a huge uh, win is that the CZ-75 tactical sport and the uh, CZ checkmate is also uh, on the formal target shooting roster now. The CZ-P10F competition ready so the full-size czp10 um, which is you know a, a great striker fired gun that cz makes and then the taurus tx22 competition scr the tx22 competition is awesome 
I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on that. So uh, we don't have any in stock. I got them on order. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's you know look forward to the new guns that we actually can. So basically, uh, one, two, three, four, five. You know, probably about ten guns are going to be added to the roster, and uh, five guns to the target shooting roster. So that's a good thing. So great question, Scooter. And um, I have a bunch of them in stock, and we're just waiting on the approved weapons roster to be updated. And so there you have it. So if you want to get one, you can prepay for now if you want. So anyway, that took place. So um, <laughs> Chris wants to know who's going magnet fishing in Florida. And uh, I don't know if you saw that article I saw it on Fox News, actually. Some guys that were magnet fishing hauled in a uh, um, Barrett 50 cow. So what a find, huh? <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, of all the guns you'd expect to haul out of a river to pull up a Barrett 50 cow, that's a pretty good one. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good one. Um, let's see, when is the People's House going to stop being the only state house in the world that is closed to the people? That's a great question, Jeff, and I wish we had more time. And I'm sure he doesn't have an answer. He's frustrated with not being able to go to his office. And he's like, I, you know, I don't even have an office or a phone line. You heard him. So uh, it's crazy. But the other thing that's coming up that I, I want to plug for uh, DCX is uh, Cape Cod Healthcare's uh, 12th Annual U.S. Marine Corporal Nicholas G. Xaros Memorial Blood Drive on February uh, 11th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Saturday, February 12th from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. Sunday, February 13th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Cape and Islands Association of Realtors on 22 Mid-Tech Drive in West Yarmouth. And what is donated here stays here. So your blood can go to some good causes here on the Cape. Um, I think you should support that uh, if you're into giving blood, uh, which I, I know a lot of people are. We've hosted several blood drives here at Cape Cod Works, and I'm always impressed with how many people. I went in there once, and I said, look, I don't really like doing this, but uh, I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and give. And they said, well, I'm sorry, we're full. <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean you're full? She's like, I can't take anybody else. We, we're full. And I'm like, oh, that's a good problem to have. So God bless the people of Cape Cod that go ahead and do the right thing and uh, give their blood. So, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome. So, all right, let's see here. Um, Jorge says, I got a 45 high point carbine and made it into a high tower bullpup. It comes with a threaded barrel. Can I put a flash hider on it? Um, yes. Well, excuse me. No, you can't put a flash hider on it. You can put a muzzle brake on it and then make sure you pin and weld it because I don't know if that chassis or that bullpup has a thumb hole stock or a pistol grip. If it has a thumb hole, you could probably have the threaded barrel but not the flash hider. Um, if it has a thumb hole, you could do a flash hider as long as it's pinned and welded. So it's just convoluted. But uh, give us a call sometime. We'll help you through it. And... Uh, Let's see, uh, Cape Cod, yeah, so Brendan is saying that the Red Cross sells the donated blood, so we've had many Red Cross blood drives here, so it could go out of state, which, you know, obviously if there's a natural disaster or something, you need to send it where it needs to go, but Cape Cod Hospital blood stays local, so support that Nicholas Xaros uh, annual blood drive, that'll be awesome, 
and uh, we are doing the show a little different this week. Um, we're we're recording live, but Professor Claw is at home pulling the levers. He's the man behind the curtain uh, from remote, undisclosed location because of uh, some. Let's just say it's very similar to what Justin Trudeau is going through up up north. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, um, yeah, so we're doing it a little different. Uh, so it would be tough if you were to call. That's why the number's not up on the screen. So uh, just go ahead and type into the chat, and we'll get to your questions. Um, it was also very apropos that I had um, Representative Xaros on because today is the last day to ask your committee members to support HB 2512 and HB 2536 and oppose all anti-gun measures. So if they are in the um, in the state house uh, or in that whatever committee they are in, uh, depending on what you know type of bill it is, um, today's the last day to ask them to oppose it so it doesn't get out of committee and go to a full floor. Uh, vote. I know there's about 7,000 bills before the this session of Congress in Massachusetts. So, you know, at some point, they're not going to really debate these bills. They're going to flash them on the screen. Do you vote yes or no? You're going to probably have 30 seconds per bill. And they're going to just be sitting there pulling the lever for whatever, yes or no. So it's really important that you call your legislators or jump on one of the, uh, you know, uh, sites out there that will pre-craft a form letter for you but I would recommend you edit the form letter and then send it um, or write your own uh, you can get all the e the email addresses from those sites like NRA ILA sometimes gun owners of America sometimes firearms policy coalition they all have uh, alerts that you can go ahead and send to your politicians but today is the last day Wednesday the second um, is the last day that you can do this and uh, House Bill 2536 enacts into law a provision to expand protections for out-of-state non-residents while traveling through the Commonwealth to avoid harassment and unnecessary delays. Um, right now, the only thing is that protects them is the Firearms Protection Owners Protection Act, um, which gives them the right to travel in and out uh, or through the state, I should say. Uh, House Bill 2512 creates a new section of law that provides a clear presumption that the right to keep and bear arms is an individual civil right in Massachusetts. This bill also provides protections against other government entities in the state from passing laws that further restrict Second Amendment rights. This should be axiomatic. It should be self-evident to every politician that the Second Amendment is a civil right. But the fact that we we have House Bill 2512 proves that a lot of pol politicians who raise their right hand and put their left hand on a Bible and swear to uphold the Constitution, then they walk out on the House floor and go ahead and vote to further restrict. It's, it's a terrible, um, terrible dereliction of your duty to do that. And then you've also created a law that you're going to ask law enforcement to uphold and enforce and therefore violate their oath of office or their oath to uphold the Constitution. And right now we're in this quagmire of law that violates the Constitution, 
that federal, state, and local law enforcement uphold every day and enforce, thus violating their oath. And politicians who are now drunk with the power of of enacting unconstitutional laws go ahead and perpetuate their sins and continue to do it. And they get reelected year after year after year. And it isn't until we educate people and tell them like, hey, hold that guy accountable, hold that girl accountable by not voting them in again or having somebody else stand up and take their place. All right, more about that on the other side. And if you want to take an archery lesson, they're back with our archery guru, Dylan. He'll get you all dialed in. He'll get you set up on some new equipment. Go to capegunworks.com and click on the class link to book a private with Dylan today. Don't hesitate. Go do it now. All right, I'm Toby Leary. This is Rapid Fire. We'll be right back. you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. Hey, it's Toby from Cape Gunworks. These days you need to be able to protect your family and yourself. At Cape Gunworks, we have self-defense training and frequent firearm certification classes. Cape Gunworks has a modern indoor range and a huge pro shop so you can get properly equipped. Get your gun license and the training you need to keep you and your loved ones safe. Go to capegunworks.com to sign up for classes, shop online, or tune into Rapid Fire. Cape Gunworks, there has never been a better time to give us a shot. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Join us every week for the only show that's dedicated to all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. So we are glad you're here. If you want to be a part of the conversation, go to capegunworks.com and get signed up by clicking the rapid fire icon and then you'll get notified whenever we go live and we want your voice to be heard we want you to be a part of the conversation and we are happy you're here so before the break we were talking about holding politicians accountable and today is the last day to do that in massachusetts but i will say that um for the committee meetings i should say not for all all bills all bills aren't going to be voted on today um, but uh, you can notice, too, that the, the federally, it seems like there is this panic almost uh, from the Biden administration to get gun control passed. He's got his feet held to the fire by the special interest groups that have put him in, you know, put him in power by uh, voting for him and, you know, donating to his war chests, et cetera, et cetera. All the Moms Demand Action and all the groups like that are all, you know, frustrated with the first year of lack of accomplishment. They didn't get David Chipman uh, confirmed in the Senate. Uh, gun control bills are kind of falling on deaf ears. Uh, moderates are running from them. It's a, certainly going to be a big election year in 2022. So there's no uh, 
moderate Democrats or uh, Republicans that are going to touch those and sponsor those bills with a 10-foot pole. Of course, you're going to have the usual suspects like in the state with the Cynthia Creams and in the feds with the, you know, uh, Feinsteins and Pelosi's of the world. But uh, you got the Joe Mansions and the Kristen Cinemas that aren't going to touch gun control with a 10-foot pole, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think they're frustrated with their lack of accomplishment when it comes to getting meaningful gun control legislation passed. That doesn't mean we can let our guard down. Every day there's some new assault. You got uh, right now the whole rare breed trigger fight going on with um, the ATF. So the ATF is sending out letters to uh gun dealers, distributors, and manufacturers that, you know, if they have these, um, well, actually, they're not sending out letters. The letter was leaked. It was an internal memo. And uh, they are now visiting gun shops around the country. I read about a, a gun store in uh, Florida last week that was um, raided and the inventory, even of binary triggers, were seized, which you know, binary triggers don't fall into the same category as the forced reset triggers, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, they're starting to really take action in some ways, shape and form uh, against gun dealers. And they've, you know, put out word in this memo that they are trying to get the list of people who bought these things from gun stores. So uh, I'm sure they're going to start um, visiting some people or individuals or sending you compliance letters, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, you know, it's an interesting time. There's also the whole uh, flurry of activity around the ghost guns, quote unquote, the self-made hobby guns that you can put together from a kit. And now certain states are banning them. Federally, they want them banned. The uh, ATF is trying to find uh, some sort of you know, regulation that they can act and act and and make it um, illegal to build your own gun, uh, which has been happening since the foundation of this country. So it's just crazy. Um, all the stuff that is coming down the pipeline. And unfortunately, a lot of it has been acted and acted by people who um, felt it was OK to just pass these red flag laws or these uh, you know, regulations on a piece of plastic. So we'll talk about that on the other side. Um, it's unfortunately the the roosters coming home to roost. And uh, we'll t yeah, we'll talk about that on the other side. But the pepper spray class is back in February. This class is for people that want to learn alternatives to lethal defense. In the class, you can actually dispense water-based practice spray units. Plus, you will learn all the facets of non-lethal defense. Go to capegunworks.com and click on classes to sign up. We will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Made in America since 1949. Family owned and operated. Legendary performance. This is Hornady. Federal delivers a knockout punch with the leading defensive ammo on the market. 
Federal Punch Hollow Points are accurate and reliable in all defensive situations. When you need reliability designed to provide a balanced mix of effective penetration and expansion, you need Punch Defensive Ammunition from Federal, the leader in nickel-plated brass ammo with a sealed primer to deliver reliable feeding and ignition. Get Federal Punch Defensive Hollow Point Ammunition here at Cape Gunworks. Snap safe. Featuring a pry-resistant 316-inch solid steel door, 2300-degree Fahrenheit one-hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. SnapSafe, a modular safe with welded safe security. If you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you go to capegunworks.com and click on Rapid Fire to be signed up and notified whenever we go live. If you're listening to this on the radio and you want your question to be answered, you got to click on subscribe on the website. You can also subscribe and like us on all the usual uh, social media channels. We'd love to have you. And like, subscribe, share to defeat the evil algorithms of big tech and keep us alive on the internet uh, because there is a bevy of activity uh, with shadow banning and et cetera, et cetera. Which, speaking of which, I just read an article about um, one of my favorite shooters out there, uh, Gabby Francos. Uh, she's a shooter for Walther, and I met her at SHOT Show. She was also on, uh, I think, season three or four of Top Shot, that was on the History Channel, and she's great. She came from Argentina and became a U.S. citizen. So she, you want to talk about someone who can speak to uh, what socialism look, looks like. But she had just wrote an article about how she's being shadow banned on YouTube, and uh, it's just ridiculous. So support her channel, support her cause. She's an awesome shooter, an awesome person, and uh, I sent some video of my daughter shooting a Walther, in one of our, uh, you know, action pistol nights. And she responded and said, that's awesome. And so it was pretty cool uh, to get her feedback on that. So without further ado, I'm going to get into some of your questions here. Um, Wavy says, not to sound like a broken record, but what could I build a pre-band Colt lower into? If you have a unicorn Colt lower that is truly pre-band and unmolested, in other words, it is a virgin lower receiver it was never built into a rifle then i would build it into an awesome ar pistol and if you come into the shop i'll help you with that we have some really cool troy uh uppers complete uppers with 10 and a half inch barrel that would be the way to go with the pistol brace on it and etc cetera, etc cetera. while you still can because that's another thing that the uh atf is you know on the hot on the trail of is these evil pistol braces that are um, making these it's basically making the NFA uh, a very neutered 
an ineffective agency of the ATF because when you put a pistol brace on it, it looks a lot like a stock, but it's, a, it's made to and designed to strap around your arm for one-handed shooting of an AR pistol or a, you know any type of modern sporting rifle pistol. Um, and the ATF has gone back and forth so many times. My head is spinning on whether or not you can actually shoulder fire it. But their latest and greatest is maybe... And they started sending cease and desist letters out to companies like Q that fought it. And then like 164 congressmen sent a letter to the ATF basically saying, knock it off. And there was an open comment session back in December about, um, you know, uh, making your voice heard, et cetera, et cetera. Actually, I think it was a year ago, December now, um, about whether or not they should be banning the pistol braces, et cetera, et cetera. And they came up with some real Mr. Wizard formula, like if it has an optic, if it's over a certain weight, if it's, you know, not designed to be held with two hands, if, 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 if the stars align and, you know, your gun is the right color and shape and size, then you can shoulder fire it. But it, it, they've really backed off that a little bit. So I would make an AR pistol if I had a uh, virgin stripped Colt lower in my possession. That's what I would do in Massachusetts. So Aaron wants to know if the 10% Snowmageddon sale is over. Uh, <laughs> apparently it is because uh, we we had a huge flurry, see what I did there, of activity on uh, our snow day last week of people who were taking advantage of that. So keep your eyes peeled if we're ever closed because of inclement weather, we might do it again. You never know. Um, but um, Ricardo says he got an email from the Smith & Wesson today about the volunteer rifle series. He's uh, said it looks interesting, but he's wondering if it will be if you will still be alive when they make it available in mass. Yeah, I just want to make sure I get this right. Uh, uh, let me just look that up because I don't know what that thing is. Um, if it's a, yeah, that's what I thought. It's the, uh, AR platform and they're calling it the volunteer series, um, because they're putting certain upgrades on it, like a B5 handguard, a, a B5 grip, a B5 SOP mod stock, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a, it's kind of a gussied up AR 15, but you won't still be alive when they make that available in mass because we would need a major significant, uh, ruling from the Supreme court that deems all assault weapons bans unconstitutional in order for that one to come come back around. Or we need a attorney general to come on board that's going to uh, stand up for the Second Amendment and say that they will not enforce unconstitutional laws or edicts by prior uh, attorneys generals. But that happening in the state of Massachusetts is kind of like, uh, you know, snowing and you know where but we'll see how that goes um uh let's see oh yeah ps points out today is 020222 or 2222 until later this month when it's 22222 yeah that's true that's going to be a cool date too and are we going to be getting the smith and wesson mp optic ready nine and do i think they'll be on the mass roster um, the M&P Optic Readies are 
are legal for sale in Massachusetts because of the way the Massachusetts uh, roster reads. And we have the optics ready slides in our store already. So um, you can always put one on your MMP 2.0 if you want and uh, make it awesome with a red dot site because uh, red dot sites definitely make things more interesting. I'm not going to say they make them better in a defensive situation, but do they make them better in a uh, precision situation or at distance? Absolutely. Take it from a guy who just went to a red dot site pistol. and uh, But I would highly recommend you take a red dot pistol class if you're going to make the switch. If it's more than just a range gun or a, uh, or a uh, what do you call it, a uh, competition gun. So, um, yeah, Davey, we just talked about the updated roster. We're just waiting on the EOPS list to come out, and then we will uh, put, um, I'll, I'll post into the chat the guns that have uh, been provisionally accepted, and uh, I'm hoping that EOPS gets its, uh, act together and does something soon. So I don't know how this is going to look in the chat, but um, yeah, we have some good guns coming up for sale here in Massachusetts. And I have most of these in stock. Um, so that'll be awesome. Um, cool. Guys, the first hour is in the bag, but don't forget that the show ends here, but it goes on online. Um, you tune in for another hour. Go to capegunworks.com, click on Rapid Fire. You can also join us and ask questions and check out some of our YouTube videos. Freedom will always be on the right side of history. I'm Toby Leary, and we will be right back, or we'll see you next week, whichever way it works out in your situation. So God bless. We'll see you next time. Take care. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. Alexander Hamilton said, those who stand for nothing will fall for anything. This is Toby from Cape Gunworks. When our founding fathers drafted the Second Amendment, there was no question of its meaning. Today, if you have questions, come to Cape Gunworks for some advice, training, or to send a few rounds downrange. We have a fully stocked pro shop with a huge selection of guns, crossbows, archery, classes, rentals, a 15-lane range, and a friendly staff. Come on down to Cape Gunworks Airport Road, Hyannis, or capegunworks.com. This is the Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong 
and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months. So it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. If you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. Welcome to Rapid Fire, sponsored by Vortex Optics. Make sure you tune in every week at capegunworks.com to click on the Rapid Fire icon to join the conversation. And remember to like us and subscribe on all of our social media platforms. Our handle is at Cape Gunworks. And for now, we are still on all the big tech ones. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Parler. Uh, we're also on some of the new alt ones, which are Twitch, Daily Motion. Telegram, Rumble, and Getter, uh, which are, what? Getter shut us down again? Darn it. I guess we're not on Getter. I don't know what's going on with Getter, but um, some of the freedom-loving ones, like Parler, Twitch, Daily Motion, Telegram, and Rumble, you will find our content on there. So make sure you like and subscribe and share, and we will defeat the evil algorithms of big tech and keep the uh, Second Amendment message alive so we were talking in the first hour to Representative Stephen Exaros, which we appreciate him coming on the show. Um, we took some of your questions. We talked about some of the local gun control stuff that's coming up and some of the good bills that are coming up in Massachusetts. Um, but one thing I didn't get to last week that I wanted to mention is San Jose, California, which is always in strict competition or, you know, I mean, they are in, they take competition with Massachusetts, New Jersey, and New York extremely serious. They take it to an extreme sport status when it comes to gun control. And now uh, San Jose has passed a local ordinance that is requiring gun owners of the city to carry insurance and pay a fee which is unbelievable. Um, this is after uh, San Jose daylight shooting uh, that left less, left a teen dead. And uh, ironically, it was obviously a career criminal that 
uh, probably that did it. But like we talked about in the first hour, how 95% of all violent crime is a repeat offender. But on Monday, Ricardo explained at a news conference that the uh, proposed intends to better compensate shooting victims and their families as well as make it harder for people who aren't willing to follow the rules to own a firearm, uh, KTVU reported. So this is amazing. They want to punish the law-abiding people, punish responsible gun owners, punish those who don't violate the law by taxing them and requiring them to get insurance because they own a gun or carry a gun or in order to own a gun or carry a gun to compensate shooting victims of violent crime because they fail to do their job and lock away violent criminals or career criminals. So this is amazing to me. Like politicians who vote for legislation that enables criminals to get, you know, like a, a revolving door of, uh, you know, they commit a crime, they get arrested, they're back out on the street on bail or bond only to repeat offend. And when they shoot somebody, they want to say it's the gun owner's fault. They want to blame the gun owner and have this tax on guns pay the victim's families for the crime of the career criminal. It is unbelievable. It would be like, you know, saying we're going to tax uh, hammers or baseball bats and have a special fund set up that anyone who gets beaten to death with a baseball bat or a hammer is now going to be, their family's going to be compensated out of that fund. And it's going to cause anyone who buys a bat to have to get special insurance on that bat because they bought it. And they're going to pay a tax, a fee, to compensate the, the victim's family of the person who got beat by a bat by a career criminal. You would say, that is insane. Every little league team, every college baseball team, every major league baseball team, when they buy bats to supply their you know, hitters on the field, you know, in the dugout, they're going to have to pay a, a tax. They're going to have to pay a fee. They're going to have to pay special insurance and carry special insurance for the scumbag on the street who beats or the gang member on the street who beats some guy to death with a baseball bat seems reasonable doesn't it no it's a it's an insult to my intellect but san jose thought it was a good idea and this says uh there san jose has an opportunity to become a model for the rest of the nation to invest in proven strategies to reduce gun violence, domestic violence, and suicide, and many other preventable harms from firearms in our communities, uh, Licciardo says, and added, uh, let's see, so making uh, law-abiding gun owners pay for violent criminals' crimes, and it is just absolutely insane. And I think those politicians who vote for this kind of crap should be thrown out on their heads. But anyway, um, it's insane. All right. 
Uh, let's get to some of your questions before the break. The updated roster, and Davey's wondering if the FN 502 is on the updated roster, and wah, wah, wah. Nope, unfortunately it is not. Um, and Chris says, just pick up a red dot there. The eyes are not what they once were. I agree. If you definitely, you know, have some eye issues, then, <laughs> you know, you're going to, a red dot can help. But I will say, if you have, have an astigmatism like I do, the dot can be a little fuzzy, but it's okay. It's it's just fuzzy around the edges. Uh, if you get the two-minute of angle or three MOA dot, you know, the fuzziness might make it a six MOA dot. If you get the six MOA dot, it might look like a nine MOA dot. I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, so there you go. Uh, LARP is wondering if I drink the Polar cold or room temp. I prefer it cold, but when I'm desperate, I'll just bust one right out of uh, uh, right out of the package here. So um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, and D DRBR says, can one even buy the kind of insurance that San Jose is talking about? That's a great question. I don't know what they're going to require. I don't know if like U.S. Law Shield um, would qualify. Uh, it doesn't sound like it because it makes it sound like the the insurance has to pay to compensate the victims of a shooting death. Um, I know U.S. Law Shield is legal protection for the person who um, you know finds themselves in a defensive shooting event. So. Yeah, who knows if that insurance even exists, but we'll see. All right, guys, don't forget to check out Date Night every Friday and Ladies Night every Thursday or try the Range Experience Package. No gun license is required. Cool. Come check it out. You'll be under the tutelage of one of our range safety officers. All right, we will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Lear. If you crave versatility in a tactical reticle, the new ARBDC-3 delivers with a host of features you need to adapt in the field. A 1 MOA center dot provides a precise point of aim, while the surrounding 16 MOA open circle helps get your eye into the center faster for rapid target acquisition in close quarters. The ARBDC-3 also adapts to a variety of light conditions. The center dot and surrounding open circle illuminate for low-light shooting, and because the reticle is glass-etched, it can also function without any illumination. When you need to go long, the upper ranging feature allows you to range silhouette targets up to 600 yards, while the bullet drop compensator, or BDC, keeps you on target up to 650 yards. Plus, you get wind holds for 5, 10, and 15 mile per hour winds. The ARBDC-3 is specifically tuned to the ballistic performance of most common 5.56 loads out of an AR-15. There are resources in the reticle manual for conversions to 308, and as with any BDC, information gathered from a chronograph and ballistics calculator can adapt these hash marks to any other caliber and its own unique ballistic curve. From point blank to way down range, adapt with the ARBDC-3. Hey, Toby Leary here from Cape Gunworks, excited about the change in season. One thing that hasn't changed is the commitment to our customers. Come in, meet our friendly staff, 
Take a class and get your gun license. We have a 15-lane indoor range, a huge pro shop with tons of guns, ammo, archery, and accessories. Shop at capegunworks.com or tune in to Rapid Fire, our talk show about all things guns, the Second Amendment, and self-defense. Go to capegunworks.com and give us a shot. Welcome back to Rapid Fire, your only show on the radio dedicated to all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. So we're happy you're here. Make sure you like and subscribe on all the usual big tech media suspect channels. And uh, we would love to have you comment and subscribe at capegunworks.com and get signed up when we go live. And we'll answer your questions on the air. Um, we had a great interview last week uh, with Eric Pratt from Gun Owners of America, which is going to play next week. Uh, we bumped him because of uh, Representative Steve Ixaros coming into the studio. And um, we, you want to stay tuned and listen to that. Uh, it will be a very, very good uh, episode. And this week, unfortunately, I don't have an episode of Toby Takes on the World coming up because... Uh, Professor Claw is out for undisclosed reasons and pulling the levers behind the curtain from a uh, secure location that is not here. So we couldn't set that up, but I am going to be doing another episode of Toby Takes on the World pretty soon. Um, I know there's a lot of talk around the shop here. They're starting to conspire against me to knock me off my horse. And um, they are accusing me in concert with sandbagging. And I said, I am not a sandbagger. I, I just take the game as it comes to me, and I shoot, and I've been lucky four times in a row. So uh, there's a conspiracy to knock me off the off the top of the, uh, the ant hill here, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, Thomas is wondering if tumble on impact defense rounds are legal in New Jersey. And I would say absolutely they are. They look like a full metal jacket bullet. Um, I've recommended it to people who travel to New Jersey. And I I don't see how it isn't. I think it's very specifically hollow points that are illegal in New Jersey. And uh, the tumble. if I lived in New Jersey, I'd definitely carry the tumble on impact round. It's a solid copper bullet. Looks like full metal jacket. Runs good in your gun. It tumbles once it hits the soft tissue. So it's definitely going to be a more lethal round than full metal jacket it's actually more lethal than most hollow points are and it is my everyday carry round i actually uh use that in my gun i've tested it you know extensively and shot hundreds of rounds through my gun and my gun loves it likes how it feeds by the way i don't often say this and even at the counter when i say it people think i'm just trying to upsell them i'm not because I know you're going to buy ammo anyway. But if you're carrying a gun outside in the real world and it has defensive ammo in it, hollow points, underwood, you know, with the Lehigh defense bullets or the ARX bullet or the tumble on impact bullet, whatever, whatever death dealing round you choose to carry in your gun, um, make sure your gun runs it smooth 
and you shouldn't have any type of a hiccup. You shouldn't have any type of a uh, hiccup or hitch or misfire or misfeed or uh, stovepipe or any type of malfunction with 100 rounds. You should be easily able to shoot 100 rounds out of your everyday carry with whatever ammo you're carrying. Um, if you can't do that, either sell the gun and get a new one or ch change your ammo because it's crazy. If you don't know if your gun will shoot 100 rounds of your carry ammo flawlessly, then you need to buy some ammo and test it. The good news is ammo's come back as far as like carry ammo's concerned and even practice ammo. I would recommend you uh, change out your carry ammo once a year, uh, carrying it in the gun and loading it, unloading it, you know, warm and cold environment. Uh, maybe some, sometimes people take their gun out of their holster and a whole bunch of lint falls out and moisture and leather holster and stuff. It's good to just keep your carry ammo fresh. So that's a good time to test it out. But I would definitely recommend you get a couple hundred rounds of carry ammo, run it through your gun. That's not just the businessman in me. That is the person saying, take it from me from personal experience, who I carried uh, the Liberty Civil Defense once upon a time. And uh, in a Glock 19 that I had with a surefire barrel, which is like a 200 and something dollar barrel, and I carried it around for three weeks before I tested it out. And guess what? It would not fire a single shot of this defensive carry ammo. I drove out on target, click. Whoa, what's that? Tap rack, drove out on target, click. Oh no, tap rack. This one's definitely going to go off. Click. I did that through the whole magazine and never got around to fire. It was just the combination of barrel, gun, and ammo that it just didn't jive. I tried regular carry ammo, like 147 grain, you know, gold dot, bang, no problem. 115 grain ball ammo, bang, no problem. But for whatever reason, that civil defense would not fire in that barrel gun combination. And so I was carrying a gun for three weeks that was a paperweight or a tomahawk or a blunt instrument because it wasn't going to go bang and get keep anybody in my world safe. In fact, it could have got me killed. So I have personal experience uh, with that. <laughs> and uh, take it from someone who felt like an idiot after carrying a gun for three weeks with ammo that wouldn't have gone bang. Here I am thinking, oh, it's a factory ammo. It's, you know, in a brand new 200 and something dollar barrel in a really good Glock 19. But guess what? Didn't work. Um, Matt wants to know what are some good tumble 9mm. There's only one brand that makes the bullet, and it's Fort Scott Munitions. Um, there are a couple of companies that are licensed to load the ammo. Uh, I know Angel Fire is licensed to load their tumble on impact round. Um, I believe there's another company, uh, Maxim. Maxim Defense loads the 300 blackout in tumble on impact round in their 300 blackout ammo, which is a great home defense cartridge, if you ask me, um, especially if you live in a state that's where suppressors are illegal. You could have a nice uh, 
suppressed 300 blackout with a uh, subsonic round. Um, and that tumble on impact round would be a great choice for home defense. I have some of it in stock, and 300 blackout is one of my favorite uh, rifle cartridges. Um, I actually have one on the rack behind me. I have the Q Honey Badger, um, which is a sweet gun. Uh, so, yeah, I would I would look into the tumble on impact round. It's very, very good. We have some gel blocks um, in stock here at the shop. If you want to see the ballistic and terminal performance of it, it's pretty impressive. It has a, um, you know, tumble on impact round above a traditional hollow point below, and you can see the difference. It's, it's really amazing. Um, but, yeah, go figure. Uh, and LARP. Is wondering which red dots have I found work best with with my stigmatism. If you get on a rifle a Vortex Spitfire, that is a true one power, and that comes up and it is crystal clear if you have a stigmatism. Um, so I would look at that. It is a really good optic. You can get it in red or green, I believe, or some of them will go red or green in lifetime warranty. But it's a true one power, so you can't add a uh, magnifier to it. Um, you have to uh, just go with either the one power or the three power. I know they make it in a, in either or. So you can check that out. Um, PS is wondering if the Honey Badger ammo is a, is a full metal jacket would be okay in New Jersey. I don't know. That would raise a red flag if you ask me. And what he's talking about is the Black Hills ammo uh, company makes this ammo they call Honey Badger, which is they actually license the trademark from Q, uh, but it's an ammunition and it's a Lehigh Defense ammo uh, bullet that's loaded into the Black Hills ammo as a carry ammo and they call it Honey Badger. It is a solid copper bullet, but it has like this flying cross and like some grooves in it so i think it's definitely not a hollow point but they might be able to make some sort of argument that it's hollow on the sides or something like that in the point of the bullet i would probably steer clear of that in new jersey if it were me but just you know whatever um i still think it's crazy that you can't carry hollow points in new jersey and if that isn't an infringement on our rights then i don't know what is uh, go figure, right? Um, let's see. Uh, the um, ATF has been keeping records on every firearms transaction. They have 920 million records, uh, all digitized, but they say that it is not a gun registry. Go figure. I don't know how they can say that, but they're saying, oh, it's just to support law enforcement with their firearms traces, et cetera, et cetera. So if they can use it for firearms traces, how is it not a gun registry? The questions that just never get answered, I guess. If you want to travel or you want to get a license to carry in multiple states, check out the Utah 36 state concealed carry class. You get everything you need to apply for the Utah license at the end of the class. Go to capegunworks.com and click on the class link today to book the class and you get to take a class with none other than the great Charlie Cook. So come and do it. We'd love to see you. I will be right back. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Moore. 
Voltec VT-10i. It's your travel buddy, so it goes where you go. To your work, on the road, or at the range. It's the smart and rugged safe built to protect, no matter what you trust it with. We've made sure every inch of your safe is built to the highest possible standards. Security is at the forefront of our thoughts, so no unwanted guest. The VT-10i provides multiple quick and simple access points, including high-resolution biometrics, backlit numeric keys, keyed entry, and even your smartphone for remote access. The two-point anti-impact latches keep your safe strong, and Voltec lithium-ion battery charges in just 2.5 hours and lasts up to six months, so it won't let you down. There's a reason we're the number one rated biometric safe. Get yours at VoltecSafe.com and find us online at Facebook.com slash VoltecSafe. May your tag of a lifetime finally come through. May the snow pile up and the elk come down. May your socks always stay dry. May the herd bull finally break from the herd. And may your aim always stay true. Welcome to the next level. Welcome to the Vortex. If you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary, and join us every week for the only radio show around that is all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. And we would love to have you join us online when we record. If you go to capegunworks.com and click on Rapid Fire icon, uh, you'll be notified when we go live. Unless you subscribe on one of the big tech channels, our handle is at capegunworks. So before the break, we took some of your questions about carry ammo, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I really recommend you guys look into it. Go to uh, the Fort Scott Munitions YouTube channel and you'll see some of the bear hunts that they have in Canada with pistol caliber ammo, 380, nine, excuse me, 9 millimeter, 40, 45. 38 special they shoot pairs in Canada with these uh, pistol caliber rounds and it's amazing to see the incapacitation rate of these bears um, I know they've tested some of their rifle rounds on some very big game they tested 6.5 Creedmoor on musk ox and the incapacitation rate of that went was superior I have personal experience I've now killed two deer with uh, the Fort Scott munitions one in 6.5 Grendel and one in 308. The 308 round put the deer down in its tracks. 
Um, it did try to get back up, so I shot it again. Uh, but it literally fell in its like the rug came out from under it. So um, it's a it's a pretty cool, uh, pretty cool round, and I think it's worthy of looking into it. It's also because of the way it's made, the byproduct of it is it's match grade. So I also got to shoot my 308 when I was down in Texas um, out to 700 yards and I was ringing steel uh, out of an AR-15 suppressed with that tumble on impact round out to 700 yards. And I had a few rounds left, so I wanted to try and hit steel at 1,000. So I did the dope that I thought I, or the, you know, I adjusted my scope for 1,000, or I thought I did, and I was aiming at 1,000. Uh, and I pulled the trigger, and the impact of the bullet was at like 800. So I was like, oh, maybe because it's suppressed, it takes a little more feet per second off than I thought. So I adjusted again, hit, and it was a little closer. Uh, and then I dialed one more time to what I thought was a 1,000-yard uh, zero, and I shot, and it fell about 950. So I was working my way up, but the suppressor did have some point of impact shift of what I you know calculated the bullet drop to be based on the length of my barrel and the caliber and the round I was using uh, so uh, and then I was out of ammo I only brought two boxes of that ammo with me to Texas because I've been flagged on a flight before for having too much ammo and because I was taking two guns uh, with me to Texas I I only brought enough for us to basically sight in and hunt so it really was a bummer that uh that um, I couldn't ring steel at a thousand with my 308 AR-10, but I was just thoroughly impressed that I could hit steel at 700 with that tumble on impact round out of a suppressed AR-10. So that was pretty cool. Um, it's a legit match grade right uh, ammunition. Um, I'm trying to get them to be a sponsor of the show. Hint, hint, Fort Scott, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll have to take them to task in February when I go down and visit them at the NBS show, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. I'll be going down there to buy some more freedom seeds and weapons for the good people of Massachusetts. Uh, I'll be going down to one of the biggest shows that I go to every year um, and get a lot of business done uh, down in Texas. And um, I can't wait to go down there and uh, buy some good stuff for all y'all back here in Massachusetts for the people behind enemy lines. Um, Rob wants to know what I think is better AR-15 alternative, the Troy uh, Industries Pump AR or the Fox Unit Bolt Hold Open AR-15. You know, I haven't got much, I haven't really got a look-see on the uh, Fox uh, Bolt Hold Open AR-15 because I Professor Claw sent it to my inbox and I must say I was a little skeptical and didn't really open it. So that's bad on me because I should educate myself about that kind of thing. Um, and I have to, it remains to be seen. But I guess the the concept makes sense. So basically what the concept is, you fire one shot, the bolt stays open. You press the bolt catch, it goes back down. You fire another shot, the bolt stays open. And then Technically, you can have a detachable magazine AR-15 platform in Massachusetts. But where I think it wouldn't 
fit the bill in Massachusetts is could it be readily converted to go back to semi-auto? So can you take the mechanism that holds the bolt open after every shot out and just have a regular AR-15? And if that's the case, then I would probably steer clear of it from here at Cape Gunworks. Um, so that was my only sneaky suspicion about it. So I'll have to look into that a little bit further. And I'm glad there's people innovating out there um, and trying to supersede the uh, infringement on our gun laws that we have in this state. So uh, go figure. But um, right now I do like the Troy Pump AR because that's not something that could ever, ever be modified into a semi-automatic. The pump is the pump. You're just going to racket each shot. It's a very familiar uh kind of course of fire um your pretty typical you know shotgun or rifle pump ar uh, is a new concept on that but i like it and it's a match grade uh gun by inherently by design it's very accurate and i think it's a good ingenuitive way of getting around our draconian laws here in massachusetts um, it takes detachable mag. You can put all the optics on it that you want. You can shoot it at a pretty quick rate of fire. Be great for hunting and home defense. Um, so, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's a t coyote talk on Zoom at 7 tonight put on by the Harwich Conservation Trust. That's cool. Thank you, Rubicon, for that public service announcement. Um, maybe you guys could uh, check it out, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, Let's see. Scooter's wondering if you can sell an AR lower through a private sale. I don't believe so because there's no way to register a lower in this state. So if you think about it, the state law is it doesn't recognize it as a firearm unless it goes bang. So because a lower doesn't go bang, it can't be registered. Like if you go to register a gun, they're going to ask you, is it a pistol, a rifle or a shotgun? Those are the three basic food groups in Massachusetts for a firearm. Um, there's also machine gun and, uh, you know, some NFA stuff. But when you go on the mass gun transaction portal, it's pistol, rifle, or shotgun. A lower doesn't have any, you know, there's no way to register a lower. So I don't see what the process would be. I think once a background check has been done to the person who initially buys it, and they are not uh, giving it to a prohibited person. Massachusetts doesn't recognize it as a firearm till it's built, so they can sell it to their buddy. Um, the way you can do it in every other state with actual firearms, um, not just lower receivers, et cetera, et cetera. So you can, you probably can do it as a private sale, but not through the gun transaction portal. So. Um, but you got to watch out for, is it a pre-Healy, post-Healy, pre-band, post-band, et cetera, et cetera. So if someone's trying to offload a post-Healy AR-15 lower that they have, you know, just just be careful. That's all I got to say about that. Um, Cape Dog says, do you have any XCRs in 5.56 in stock at the moment? No, but. You're getting the inside scoop right now that we have a couple inbound. Um, I believe they're OD green, and they probably shipped out today. 
So if you want one and you want, you can have any color you want as long as it's OD green, um, then get on the horn and do a special order for it. And when it comes in, we'll give you a call. Uh, we also have the XCR in black in 300 blackout, 762 by 39 and 65 Grendel in stock at the moment. You can always get a barrel conversion for those. So if you miss out on the one coming in, that's what I'd do. And get get a cool caliber like the 300 blackout or the uh, 762 by 39 or even the 65 Grendel. I shot a deer down in um, North Carolina with 65 Grendel in that uh, tumble on impact round and again it went down in its tracks like the rug was ripped out from under it it's a legit round um, so uh, Tommy's weighing in that the XCR has both the L and 7.62 by 39 and 2.23 and they're popular up here in Canada yeah they uh, were a very popular gun in Canada and then when uh, uh, Hare Trudeau uh, banned all modern sporting rifles from being imported into the country. A bunch of Robinson Armament XCRLs and M's had to go back to America, and we purchased probably 50 of them here at Cape Gunworks. So our range gun is one of those remnants left over from the guns coming back. Um, so it was pretty interesting. The, Cal the Canadian configuration was it had to have a barrel over 18 inches, and uh, had some other criteria, but um, we ended up with a whole boat ton of those guns. And now I think they're banned up in Canada, unfortunately. Um, but I think the people in Canada are starting to wake up and uh, push back. So that's pretty cool. Um, I love what's going on with the truckers in Ottawa. And uh, I don't know if anyone saw the video that surfaced today, but some guy was freaking out that he hasn't been able to sleep in five days and he's saying get out of my city get out of my city uh, all the truckers and uh <laughs> one of the guys goes the honking will continue until freedom improves and i just thought that line was awesome i'm like i gotta remember that one the honking will continue until freedom improves uh chris that hk45 looked nice yeah we just got Let's just say our ship came in when it comes to HK. We got a bucket ton of guns. And we got one of the SP5Ls, which is going to make someone very happy because it's a 16-inch barrel. And I'm going to buy all the 922R compliant stuff to make that into a rifle. Because it's a pistol, it can go to a rifle. But if it's a rifle, it can't go to a pistol. It could go to an SBR, but we're going to make somebody happy with that so um, you'll want to come check that out it'll take a little while because I got to buy a bunch of the 922R parts and I'm just getting off my keister to do something like that Tommy's saying now it's a safe queen well I don't blame you uh, you know it's going to be hard to get another one so you might as well uh, keep it forever um, if you're hearing this and you don't have your gun license yet we have regularly scheduled LTC classes it's a tongue twister. Regularly scheduled <laughs> classes, including ladies-only classes and a recently added couples class on February 12th. So sign up at capegunworks.com. More after this. You're listening to Rapid Fire. I'm Toby Lee. Get 
you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. Hey, it's Toby from Cape Gunworks. These days you need to be able to protect your family and yourself. At Cape Gunworks, we have self-defense training and frequent firearm certification classes. Cape Gunworks has a modern indoor range and a huge pro shop so you can get properly equipped. Get your gun license and the training you need to keep you and your loved ones safe. Go to capegunworks.com to sign up for classes, shop online, or tune into Rapid Fire. Cape Gunworks, there has never been a better time to give us a shot. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. Thank you for joining us every week. Make sure you tune in to capegunworks.com. Click on Rapid Fire to be notified whenever we go live. We want your voice to be heard. This is the only radio show that boasts all things guns, freedom, Second Amendment, and self-defense. So make sure your voice is heard and make sure you defeat the evil algorithms by liking, subscribing, sharing, and commenting on all of our big tech media content. Um, so before the break, we were talking, taking your questions, and Chris was talking about the HK45 that came in, and it looked really nice. It is a great gun. Um, it is a big gun, and there's also the HK45 Compact, which is a cool gun. Uh, I don't think I have any of those inbound at the moment, but uh, stay tuned. Uh, but we also have those HK45, the excuse me, the USC rifle in 45 ACP, which is a pretty cool gun. Um, we also got a few of those SL8s in the past, but we're out of stock on those. Hopefully those will be inbound. But I have, I think, upwards of like 75 HKs coming in uh, between VP9s and uh, four HK45s and P30SKs and P2000s and et cetera, et cetera. So that'll be uh, really good. Um, to, um, you know, get your HK fix because they have been few and far between even the optics ready ones and the competition ones, et cetera, et cetera. So they're, they're pretty cool. And, uh, we're really glad to have those. Um, let's see, LARP's wondering, Bren 2 or SCAR 16? Uh, I think with the new SCAR 16, the non-reciprocating charging handle from what I've seen in the uh, 308 and the SCAR 20 uh, and the SCAR 17 model. I really like it. Um, so that would be a tough coin, co coin toss for me because the Bren 2 is going to save you about a thousand bucks. And frankly, they got a lot right with that gun. Um, it's a polymer lower like it should have been in the first place. The original um, Bren what was it? The 805 Bren was pretty heavy and clunky and had a reciprocating charging handle. Uh, very short handguard. I think the Bren 2 is a sweet gun. has a longer handguard with M-lock capability, uh, compatibility. It has a polymer lower, so they shaved all kinds of weight off of it. it takes AR mags. It's 
uh, better safety than the original one. And I really like that gun a lot. It's a phenomenal firearm. So I'd have a hard time. I mean, FN makes a phenomenal gun, don't get me wrong. But I'd probably pocket the 1000 bucks or put it towards optics and get the Bren too. Um, just, just saying, you know. Uh, but I do like the non-reciprocating charging handle SCAR 16 as well. I just have only got like one or two since they even started uh, coming out. But uh, Matt says, VP9 over everything. Really, Matt? You feel that way, huh? That's a strong feeling. Uh, I guess he likes his VP9. I like it too. I've never owned one, believe it or not. I've owned a lot of guns in my day, but never a VP9. Uh, but I do like it. And I will say the range gun has put its time in. We have we just retired one of the range guns. It probably has well over a quarter of a million rounds. So it's definitely a good round. All right, guys. Uh, so take a private lesson at Cape Gunworks. Get one-on-one -on -one instruction tailored to you. We have a lesson for pistol, rifle, or shotgun. Test out various guns. Go take a lesson with Glenn or Brenna or Nicole. It's awesome. You want to do it, go to capegunworks.com slash privates. We'll be right back. This is Toby Leary. You're listening to Rapid Fire. Made in America since 1949. Family owned and operated legendary performance this is hornady federal delivers a knockout punch with the leading defensive ammo on the market federal punch hollow points are accurate and reliable in all defensive situations when you need reliability designed to provide a balanced mix of effective penetration and expansion you need punch defensive ammunition from Federal, the leader in nickel-plated brass ammo with a sealed primer to deliver reliable feeding and ignition. Get Federal Punch defensive hollow point ammunition here at Cape Gunworks. Snap safe, featuring a pry-resistant 3 inch solid steel door, 2300 degree Fahrenheit one-hour fire shield protection, and a lifetime warranty. Snap safe, a modular safe with welded safe security. If you're looking for legal protection, text CGWMA to 281-603-0066. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 for a special offer from U.S. Law Shield on self-defense insurance. Text CGWMA to 281-603-0066 to get a special offer from U.S. Law Shield today. All right, welcome back to Rapid Fire. I'm your host, Toby Leary. This is your weekly radio show of all things guns, freedom, and Second Amendment, and self-defense. We talk a lot about that. Um, we would love to have you join us every week if you go to capecomeworks.com and click on Rapid Fire and get signed up when we go live. We've had quite an interesting discussion on the chat today. Uh, Matt says, VP9 over everything because they feel so good in the hand. And yes, I call the VP9 the match.com of pistols all 27 dimensions of compatibility because <laughs> because it's like it comes with three different back straps three different side panels on each side of the gun so like i think there's like 27 different options if i'm doing my math right three to the 
third power or whatever. And you can um, mix and match small, medium, large and make it fit pretty much any hand. The funny thing is it fits pretty good in your hand right out of the box, most people's hands. But if you need further customization, then it's the gun for you. And like I said, all 27 dimensions of compatibility are found in the VP9 HK. Uh, it's a great gun. So uh, Too Many Smiths is saying, how many SP5Ls did you say were coming in? I said I only have one. <laughs> I only got one. So um, if you live in a free state, I can ship it to you as is. But if you want it uh, made into a rifle, which I plan on doing if it doesn't sell first, um, and so we can keep it here in the People's Republic of Massachusetts, um, then, you know, uh, stand by because I'll let you know when it's ready. Uh, Chris says he needs his own HK gray room. I agree. I'm building a gun room at my house right now, and I, uh, you know, I think about that gray room all the time. If you've never been to the gray room, you got to check it out because it is one of the most impressive sites I've ever seen that take pictures of guns to the level of detail that they take the picture of and you zoom in almost indefinitely and don't get pixelated it's amazing like you can read the like the warning label on the gun but they have all their prototypes and everything else but basically every gun that HK's ever prototyped or produced is on that gray room it's pretty cool um, it's it's pretty soon uh, pretty sweet so check it out and Tommy saying he's a CZ fanboy um, yeah CZ makes a great gun I'm not going to take anything away from CZ and I love that the new checkmate is on the mass target roster so if it'd be great if we could get um, the Commonwealth of Mass EOPS Executive Office of Public Safety to update the list because we know it's all been provisionally approved so just Get out of your COVID Zoom world. Get in there, type up the new list, and post it on the website, please. Because you're supposed to do it four times a year, and you haven't done it since 6 of 2021. So we'd like to see it updated ASAP. So fortunately, they didn't take a snow day on Friday and punt again and kick the can down the road. But I uh, really hope that um, they update it soon. And I hope that the... Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition lawsuit in Massachusetts has its day in court soon because um, I'm really interested in seeing the whole EOPS list go bye-bye, go by the wayside, which I'm sure it will if it gets its day in court. I mean, you never know, but um, it really needs to. Or it would be great if the Supreme Court votes favorably on the uh, New York Pistol and Rifle um uh, suit that's before them or um, that'll be a great uh, a great one to see also uh, sig custom works just announced the sig 365xl specter comp i was talking about that today with jared Giannis, who came in the shop and we were shooting the bull a little bit and uh, i sold him the components a couple months ago at the gunmakers match to build his own um 365XL in the Spectre series. And if you haven't seen that, it's wicked cool. And I'm a little jealous because I I have just the run-of-the-mill 365XL. And uh, I really do like the Spectre because it's got the laser-engraved grips on it. And uh, it's got the, um, 
you know, updated slide with this cool slide cutout, et cetera, et cetera. But they just came out with the comp. So I'm going to have to maybe get one of those when the parts come out and, and retrofit my gun. Uh, it's a pretty sweet gun. And I tell you, SIG makes, uh, you know, keeps reinventing the wheel better than any other one, any other company I've ever seen. Usually by the time uh, companies come out with a gun, uh, SIG's already had three iterations of it. And it's amazing that they keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And it works. It sells. Like the 226 and the 229s have been out since the early 90s, I think. And those guns are still being produced as the Legion or as the Elite or as the, you know, SAS or as the Mark 25 or, you know, they just keep reinventing the wheel and people keep buying it and collect them all. And it's a it's a cool gun. And then all of a sudden the the German ones are, you know, made, uh, you know, valuable all over and everyone wants to get the German ones, et cetera, et cetera. So it's it's pretty crazy. Um but yeah, it would be, it would be, uh, it's a gun that's kind of itching, it's itching in my craw. I'm going to have to get one, the new Spectre. Check it out. It's a pretty cool gun. Um, and Vortex Optics, one of the sponsors of the show, just got their uh, NGSW-FC, which is dubbed, dubbed the XM157, is the new future warfighter uh optic check this thing out it is crazy looking it looks like a space force optic it's pretty wild it's it's very cool and uh it's gonna be they're gonna deliver and produce 250,000 of these next generation squad weapons fire control systems over the next 10 years beginning in 2022 and uh, i hope there's a civilian version of it because it's pretty cool it's a low powered variable optic with a display overlay, laser range fiber, ballistic solver, environmental sensors, aiming lasers, digital compass, wireless communication to provide for seamless connectivity on the battlefield. Uh, it's a 1 to 8 by 30 LPVO with a glass etched reticle, uh, and it's made entirely in the U.S., and it weighs less than many traditional LPVOs with a uh, current-mounted laser rangefinder and associated mounts that enables America's servicemen and women to engage threats quickly and effectively. So that probably means it won't fall into civilian hands anytime soon, unfortunately, but I'd like to see it soon, and uh, I wish I could get my hands on there, but anyway, um, guys, I really appreciate the everyone sticking around here for the second hour of the show. And we appreciate you guys a lot more than you know. And we don't take your input for granted. Uh, so the show ends here, but it goes on online. You can always tune in at capegunworks.com forward slash rapid fire. You can listen to archive shows. If you missed a special guest, you want to hear it again, go check it out anywhere you find your podcasts. It's rapid fire, all one word. Keep up the good fight. Support your local community. Your local, be a gun advocate. And Together as Americans, we can overcome anything. I'm Toby Leary. God bless. We'll see you next time.